You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, Gene Buzz Studios in Los Angeles, California, presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's The Lead After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's The Lead After Show. Hello, everybody. Welcome back for another episode of The League, Season 5, Episode 10, Recap After Show on After Buzz TV. I'm your host, Jennifer Golden, and with me tonight, we have... And I am Lauren Leonelli. Hello. Hello. This was a hysterical episode. It was. Wait, what was it called? The Patriot Act? Yes. Oh, no, no, no. It's called um, The Near Death Flex Experience. (laughs) I was reading the wrong (laughs) And I was like, yeah, totally, that's right. Patriot (laughs) Act, that sounds right because it's like football, then what? No, yeah. Right. (laughs) What was it? The Near Death Experience? The Near Death Flex Experience. Oh, Oh, Flex Experience. That's right because of the flex. Yeah, got it. Okay. And I love that Jenny's actually the one later that says Flexperience. Like, yeah. she's witty just like all the Yeah, dudes. yeah, yeah. She's got – she holds her own with these boys. I mean, she has to. She's the only woman. And she knows her stuff. In fact, she's obviously better than Taco with all of it. But that's because everybody is. So Yeah, everybody's better than Taco. Everybody's better than Taco. Let's I mean, talk about Taco. I love right. Taco. So Taco's newest venture <laughs> – and we actually thought that he'd given up Uncle Frank's truck. I did. Okay. Like, at first, I was like, okay, I, I kind of am overseeing, like, how many things we can turn this truck into. But then the, it just ends up being so funny that you can't be over it. So we've got the Puber Cuts. That's the mobile Puber Cuts van. And it, he'll come, and he will give you a little trim down hey, there. I mean, people need that. This is real. This they is real-life problems. Like Roxon said, he makes his nut off of other, other people's, people's nuts. nuts. True. True story. He does. Um, and I love Taco's just like, this is my explanation as to why I'm doing this. And it makes total sense. So don't even, you know, I mean, it's like all the puppies died. So I moved on. And, and now I can use all of their trimming tools to use on people. Like, it makes perfect sense in his mind. Actually, it's kind of smart. I mean, <laughs> it does make sense. And none of it doesn't ever not make sense. It's just that the, like, the path that he takes with it is, like, so bizarre yeah like it's always inappropriate or always ju- yeah it's always inappropriate that's the thing it's like yes it <laughs> makes sense but you're weirding people out right now dude except that then throughout this episode we see that people really they take actually this business do it. seriously and and that ch- and what's his face's girlfriend yeah pete's girl pete's rachel girlfriend. got frosted tips and th- i guess taco leaves his trademark and it's like a tea by taco I, I I mean, I could see maybe some dudes because they, like, don't know what they're doing or it's, like, they don't care. But, like, chicks? Yeah. I don't know that I'd go to a mobile But then, again, event. if some guy that looked like Taco was like, hey, let me trim you, I might be like, no, I'm kidding. That's weird. But he's really I was going to say, I'm surprised that no, you would do that. I wouldn't. I really wouldn't. But I was just trying to make a joke that he's cute because he is. He is really cute. Mm-hmm. We're going to try and get him on the show, guys. Mm-hmm. So. And he can speak French to us, even though I normally don't like that. But I like when he does it. 
I totally like when he does it. Only when he does it. Because he's not French, isn't he? I think he's from Canada, right? I know. Well, he's like French-Canadian. Right. But remember when he was speaking French in the episode where he wasn't high? Yeah. And he normally, a French accent, a Franchi McFrancherson accent, I don't like. Most, a lot of women do. I'm just, it's my personal preference. There's nothing wrong with it. I just don't find it to be sexy. I like what, my, which accent do you like? I like Boston accents, New York accents. So like, Americans. Or, or, yeah, but I like, yeah, I just think they sound manly. Or like, right. even like a southern kind of ghetto accent. Those I can do. <gasps> but I like the, how specific you are. Southern ghetto. Not southern just ghetto. southern. Not just like Bucktooth Joeville southern. Like southern ghetto. Like, yeah, like with a little, like Nelly? Like some sweat. Yeah, well, he's St. <laughs> Louis. Like ludicrous. I was going to say him next. All right. So now Anyway, but anyway, so we, I like that to answer your question, but I loved, I loved when Taco did. He, Taco, let's just start. Taco gets away with murder. He definitely does. I, even the French accent. I'm like, I don't like that, but I like when you do it. He gets Wait, away with murder. But by the way, so I really liked, I mean, we also host a show for dads. Yes. And recently we've been noticing characters calling people out in the episode. Yeah. So like, I like, that they call him out in this episode. And they're like, why are, why you are do- people going to go to you? Exactly. Because, and, and if you're going to have a show like Dads or like this show where the, the situations can be like wackiness ensues, instead of making it turn into like a Nickelodeon show, they address it. And so then it makes you as an audience member feel like, okay, now I can believe this because they're wondering the same thing I'm wondering. Right. And then somehow, even though crazy stuff happens, like especially in this show, you still believe, like you still go with it. You suspend your disbelief and believe it at the same time. Like, you know, you're, totally. just, you're just like along for the ride. Yeah. Because I'm, we would believe that Taco would do this. Absolutely. We would, especially seeing that he did all these other crazy things. This makes sense. So it makes so much sense that Ruxin goes to Taco for real of course. to have this done because Sophia is yeah. like, she's you look, need a weed whacker down there. I got a little nervous. I know I've been talking about Nick Kroll and that I like strangely attracted to him because normally I'm not attracted to that type. I thought of I thought of you during this So they scene. start to like make out and I found myself like nervous a little. And when I say nervous, I mean like I wasn't sure if I wanted to look or not look. I was nervous because I was like, you never see him in a romantic setting. Ah, you see I think him, that might have been it. You see him sort of like making vinegar strokes faces or talking about it or like he's nasty or like yeah. you don't really picture him as like the romantic type. Yeah, I think I was having trouble. I was having trouble. But it was funny though because then we discover that she's like, I am not doing that because, oh, and I liked all his blowjob names. Oh, B. Jibby? Bjerby or BGB or whatever. He, yeah, all those words. And hilarious. when he pushes her down and he's like tapping her on the head, he's yeah. like, "What? Like why yeah, are he, you?" He doing just tapped that? her. At least he didn't like shove her head. He right. just tapped. He gave a gentle tap. But I thought it was funny. Then she was like, "Uh, no, you need to take care of that. Good night." Um, yeah. And I thought that was hilarious because you know, it's not. It's kind of the truth, boys. You it expect, is 100% if you the expect truth. it to be the same way on your end, you gotta be, you gotta give us the same respect in return. And I actually do appreciate the fact that Taco, who does get the most action, understands that yes, and started this very business much. to help everyone out. We love us some Taco over here. We really do. Taco, call uh, us. That sounded really bad. That's not what I meant. <laughs> I meant the character Taco. Okay, that's what I meant. That was actually Marissa really good. Is laughing at us, <laughs> and I'm sure you all are too. That is so not what I meant. You guys get it. Unless that was an exclusive. We are talking. I think. About, we are talking about 
the league here, people, okay? And the reason right. why our subject matter is even going this direction is because this is what the, is on the show. Yeah. And too bad the guys aren't here to talk about that, but, like, yeah, well, this was a guy's They would be episode. giving us some dumb in- insight that they always try and say, like, right. that's not true. And Thaddeus and Mike, we love you. Love mean you. it. But tonight, we're ruling the show. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So, Ruxin goes to yeah. Taco. <laughs> While he's there, some random customer of Taco's comes in as though you would just in, like... Like getting your hair cut. Right. As though he wasn't... The hair on your head. Right. Naked from the waist down. Yeah. And so Roxanne's like disturbed by the fact there's some other dude in there. casually sitting in there. No big deal. Totally, totally strange. Um, And while this is all going on, he's like reading the names off the menu. He's like, what? The Wang Wang, the Fu Man Pube. Yeah. Which is, describe that for everybody, Lauren. It's when your pubic hair is cut (laughs) so that it goes around the top of your penis and then down like the by your balls. That's how Taco described it. Wait, and he also says top to bottom. He oh, like, yeah. He had like very specific terms for everything. He had it all. You know what? I'll give him credit for having the details all hammered out. He took his, his, he his business very seriously. Did, he, went, he was like, I am doing this and I am doing it right. And apparently there was a lot of customers who liked what he was doing. We'd also, we have to talk about the fact that the chair is actually a gyno chair. Oh. Because his legs were like, he said he, he was giving it. birth to a bad decision. Yeah. And he put his legs down and then it Cranked opened it. up. Oh my God. That was really funny. I forgot about that. Yeah. Oh man. Um, I tried to write every single thing down because I normally am like, I what about that funny moment that I can't remember? I know. Exactly? It's so weird. There's so, but it's so, there's the show so is jam packed with like, even like, there's like even jokes that have undertone that like, if you're not listening, you won't get. So you have to pay attention. And, like yeah. the fact that, Taco's not paying attention and actually, like, ends up shaving yeah. half of Ruxin, so he has to then do the other half. Well, he had to match. Well, and then he became hairless in Seattle <laughs> instead of sleepless in Seattle. Quite genius. Poor guy. I'm surprised it didn't happen to Andre, because I feel like that he's the character that I that know. should have happened to. But we had Andre was do- dealing with other Right, things. his own yeah. things. Yeah. But also, just to one last funny name that was on the menu was the Skrillex, which was half shaved, oh, half yeah. not. Oh, yeah. Which I'm, I still don't really know I don't, why. I don't... I feel like I got the joke when it happened, or I thought it was funny for whatever reason, and then I, but I think it's also because three seconds later you're laughing at something else, so you're like, oh yeah, yeah, ha ha ha, whatever, but no, I mean, they were all funny, they're, I'm sure, we should have someone look that up and tell us exactly what it meant. I'm scared. What a Skrillex pubic haircut looks like, I don't even know. I'm going to look it up right now, but you keep talking. Okay, I will. Um, All right, so this happens... Uh, Roxon leaves and he's like, you know, upset about it and it's itching and burns and the whole thing. Right. Then we see Pete has to go also because his lady Rachel, who went to see Taco, recommends that he goes also. So, wait, no, he actually doesn't go. I'm sorry, I just totally yeah. forgot. She wants him to go, but yes. instead he doesn't. Yeah. And on their next date, she shows up and she date shaves him. Right. Yeah. Instead of date rapes. Right, right, right. And how – would you ever be that girl? No. Would you be like, hey, you're not – I got to take care of this for you right now. No. I would insist upon you doing it for yourself, but I would just say that it's not going to be my job. But what if, like, that, that takes all the romance way. away? I know. I guess it does. By the way, Skrillex is an electronic musician. I thought that he was. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, and, yeah. okay, I, I wasn't sure. What I does he know. look like and what does it resemble um, pubic Okay, <laughs> so it's hard to see, but I, you can't – I don't know if you oh. folks can see this. It's like – 
half of his head is shaved and then it's like this big bush on the other side. Okay. So obviously that's almost what Ruxin had. I guess maybe he corrected the Skrillex. Anyway, so yeah, because he has a weird haircut. Right. So, so I've never, he yeah. went from Skrillex to hairless in Seattle. Yeah. That's All what right. happened. Um, yeah. So the date shave. Hysterical. Yeah. So he ends up getting, it was like, he was saying like, okay, just the tip, just the tip. And like making <laughs> yeah, all these references yeah, yeah. to like date rape, basically. Totally. It, I love how they do that. There's always like crazy double entendres and they're always sexual and inappropriate. They're usually doing it with Andre. Which by the way, I just thought of while you said this, double entendre. Oh, 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 that just happened. That was good. We could be writers for the show. I mean, I'm just saying if anybody from the league is watching, you can give us a writing credit and no big deal. Um, Yeah. uh, I feel like, though, that again, I don't know why I just feel like that should have been happening to um, to. Oh, well, the the misshaven stuff should have been happening to Andre. But then this situation is funny because the. Double entendres are usually happening to him, right. too. But then it was like, they let Andre off the hook a little in this episode. They definitely did. Speaking of Andre later, we'll talk about Kevin now. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Kevin's near-death experience, which causes the flex experience. Right. Yeah. He got almost got into a car accident because he was trying to... Do his lineup yeah. and drive. Right. Which, by the way, they definitely hinted at the fact that you should not do anything and drive. Yeah. And they did it in their very, the league kind of way. They did it in their own way. They taught a lesson in their own way. Yeah. So he almost crashes because he's working on his lineup. And so when that happens, he sees. Life flashes before his eyes. And instead of seeing his family. He sees. He sees. uh, Greg Jennings. Greg Jennings. I always forget the football player's name. I always do too. Oh, well. Sorry. And so (laughs) then he comes out of it. And of course, when he comes home, he's like, on the computer trying to, like, do what he needs to do for his lineup. And, of course, Jenny's like, what is the deal? He's like, I almost just died. And she's like, what? Oh, my God. She's, she's so thinking, concerned. She's thinking he's going to be like, oh, my God, I'm, I just almost just died. I had this near-death experience. I'm so happy to see you. But he's so focused on his lineup. And she's just like, and you didn't even see. And then he explains he saw Greg Jennings. And you didn't see us. And then she just kind of – Jenny has to, like, let things roll off her back a lot. She's otherwise, so great. Yeah. Like, when they were talking about, like – the faucet situation yeah. and they were like well Jenny why don't you tell us how the faucet might like it or yeah. be turned on yeah yeah and Kevin was like I don't care what the faucet just like sometimes you have to like ease in a little and like yeah no he the, she but you know what I think that it's probably in, in a lot of relationships I think it's realistic like the thing that you love about the person is also the thing that drives you crazy right. I'm sure she loves the fact that he's kind of goofy and silly or maybe that's as an actress, that's the choice she makes. Like, how how do I really love this guy? Because otherwise, I would just you would just give up and leave. Right. But I think she, I would at least make the choice. Like the same things that make me laugh and love the guy are the same things. That are like, ah, right. And you just kind of walk away and let it happen. But I think they're super cute together, though. So cute, yeah. which is so funny to watch at the same time because you're like, they're so cute together. But wait, you're also married to Pete in real life. Mark exactly. Duplass. And Which, they're a super cute couple, too. So cute. Love them all. But I almost can't picture them together because I'm so used to seeing Jenny, Jenny and Kevin and together. Kevin. I can, yeah, I think because I've always known that, then I just picture, like, every time I see them together in a scene, I'm like, oh. Yeah. When when we get them in here, we have to ask them what that life is like I'm on sure set. I'm sure it's very confusing. I'm sure. Like, you have two husbands on set? Come on. Kinda jealous. Yeah. Jell. Hello. Ugh. Anyway. So... Moving right along, later, Jenny actually has a similar experience yes. because, and we'll talk about 
you know, all of the crazy Ruxin mm-hmm. stuff in a minute. But she's driving by, sees Ruxin in an alter- altercation of sorts, mm-hmm. almost has a car accident the same way that Kevin did, does, mm-hmm. slams into um, a truck. Her airbag comes out and she had a flex experience of course but it was of her actual family and she's like where's my flex yeah so it's like she and i always feel like she's a little bit sometimes a little bit more like the man and he's a little bit more like the woman where you know and 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 also because she's in the position where she's like in this fantasy football league and she's a beautiful feminine woman but she has these these uh tendencies that are like very male and like I'm in charge of this marriage and like she you know and this is perfect for that because she again would get into the position where she would be having this female like oh my oh my husband and my kids and then she's mad in the end right. and in reality what she really needs to do is take the role back and be like the dude right which I think is a funny juxtaposition yeah they're great love that couple mm-hmm. all right so we also have Andre mm-hmm. Andre this time, like you said, got off the hook, kind of. Right. Uh, his storyline was a little less alarming. But he does want to become, or no, he's part of the Caring Comrade yes. charity group. And he goes to visit Donald in the hospital who has ALS. And they hang out. I have something to say. For the first, like, ten seconds of that scene, the camera started out back. And then it got closer and closer. And as it got closer, I realized that it was an actor playing somebody with ALS. But at first, I wasn't sure if it was someone that actually had had ALS and I got real scared. I'm like, whoa, whoa, what are they, what are they doing? I know they push the boundaries with this show, right. but oh God. And then if it wasn't, and hopefully nobody who knows anybody or has the disease is offended by it because I don't think they're trying to poke fun no. at the disease. I think they're just being funny in general, but I wasn't sure. I don't know if all you at home felt the same way, but at first I was like, is that an actual sick person or is it like ill or is it like an actor? Thank God it was an actor. Yeah. Um, I mean, definitely borderline offensive, but they cross the line with the AIDS character. That's true. And, like, I wonder if they create the storyline. We'll have to ask them when they come in here. If they create the storyline and they're like, okay, we need this last missing piece to complete the whole thing. Like, okay, so we have Pete and Kevin. Kevin trying to make up to Jenny for seeing his flex in his near full experience. Yeah. And he wants to go to that restaurant, Lemon. So he, you know, has to ask... Like, yeah, I'm saying, I see what you're saying. So there's a storyline. They start to plug things in right. to make sense. That might, I feel like you you could be right. That may have been the last piece of the puzzle because it's so specific that they almost went, we need to get someone who has one of those talking machines. Right. Oh, Which it's so, sounded, oh, I mean, like Ruxin. And I love when they said that, like, yeah, like the computers are the man Donald with ALS had the computer and he said that it was devoid of emotion. Yeah. And they're like, like Ruxin. And Uh the computer sounded like Ruxin. So when Kevin needed to make it up to Jenny and get Sophia to get them a reservation at Lemon, he thought, let's use the computer. And same thing with Pete. He needed from Sophia the lotion that she uses to grow hair back so he could grow his hair back down there. Mm -hmm. And so they devised this plan. Perfectly. To act as Roxanne calling Sophia mm-hmm. and typing into this little machine. Yes. So the voice the would sound like Roxanne. Right. So they ask him, they ask her for the, the lotion. The lotion and the, reservation. and the reservation. And the 
the patient, Donald, actually has his own goal in mind. But you know that he's going to do that because he was already back talking from the second we saw him. Oh, yeah. So you knew, like, something was going to go down there. He wasn't just going to let them use his machine and not put in his two cents. He was definitely disturbed like the other gentlemen that we deal with on the show. And, made and fun that's of what Andre made it too. funny because right. he had a sense of humor. It wasn't like feel sorry for this person. Totally. He made fun I mean, of himself and everybody around him. He made fun of Andre and said Andre had cancer because Andre is pale bald. and bald. <laughs> and he thought he was doing the charity for Andre by hanging yeah. out with Andre, which I know. kind of like yeah. reversed the offensiveness. Well, because it did. Yeah, it did. Which was funny. So at the end of the day, all of it was in good fun. Mm-hmm. And... I mean, how that little storyline wraps up, I, I, it's beyond me. But And they all, like, intertwine. Totally. They do that, too. They've, and they especially did, they did that in the, like... Well, they normally do that, but they really did that in the one with Rafi and... Um, Dirty Randy. Dirty Randy. Right. It's um, hard to almost take notes during this and do a topic like yeah. we normally do because... They all do. They all intersect, and this one in particular, like, really intertwined because then she saw what was happening. uh, Jenny saw what was happening. It, yeah, it got all so wacky. They they get Donald convinces Sophia on the phone to send a dirty picture, which I don't know where he thought it was going to go because he wasn't going to see the picture. It went to Ruxin's actual phone because she thought Ruxin was saying send me a dirty picture. Maybe he thought he might just see over his shoulder or something. Maybe. And I guess he didn't know that those guys weren't Ruxin's. So he he just didn't know. He didn't know. So she ends up sending a picture to Ruxin's phone. Ruxin gets the picture and she asked him to send one back. So he sends her a picture back and it's of his like shaved area while he's driving again and of course he gets pulled over because you're not allowed to do that you're not allowed to text and drive or send dirty pictures and drive guys there's your lesson for the Mm -hmm. day so he gets pulled over no dirty selfies no the cop says why are you sending pictures of little boys because he looks now like a shaved little boy sad story yeah like baby jeffrey and he's like this is not what baby jeffrey looks like i have these big what did he call snackers or something like that? <laughs> I, don't I don't know what. I don't remember. He's like, they're meaty. I was like, okay. Okay, stop. Enough. enough. Yeah. Enough. So he gets out of the car. He's like trying to show the cop what he actually has. And, and he always does this. It's just like when we see him at the airport and he had the box right. of porn and he's like everything. He's usually like got it under control and he's a lawyer and he's smart. But when he gets in these high pressure situations where he's like caught and like cornered, he like freaks out and like stupid so shit happens. It's so funny. And he makes it much worse. Always. So that's, and that, that becomes the reason why Jenny gets in a car accident because she's driving she by. Sees. Right. And the story's intertwined. Right. And of course they do. So then, to really wrap things up, as Jenny's coming out of the hospital, they're like leaving her room and she's got her like head wrap on from her bandages and stuff. And it's her, Taco, Andre, and Kevin. Yeah. And the doctor that we normally see in the hospital, the same one that was on the board when he yeah. was, when that Andre guy, was up yeah. there for uh-huh. malpractice, yeah. malpractice. Um, he's like, thank you, Andre, so much for your donation for caring comrades. Uh-huh. And he's like, what donation? And then they see that the children that have ALS have new wigs. And it's from the hair. <sighs> it's from Taco's used hair. Mm-hmm. Most of it being Ruxin's. That's what they said. Yeah. Which was so gross because it was curly. And they, I mean, they alluded to it being like very Jewish hair because it was so curly. And it was like what you'd see as like. Yeah, see, like this is ruining it for me and my Nick Kroll crush right now. Well, we'll just have to get him in here to like resolve that, I think. Uh, he probably can in person. Let's be real. I mean. And single. 
Call hey. me. Hey. Um, so, yeah. So then they see where the hair went. It's gross. But the guy, Donald, <laughs> so inappropriate. is like, I know what this hair is. Yeah. But he liked it. Yeah. Oh. Well, you know, he, he, he exhibited a twisted sense of humor. So, yep. We had to all we had to all be okay with yeah. it. That was very eloquently said, I would say. Hey. That's, why that's what I do. It's what you do. That's what I do. You turned a gross situation into a beautiful one. And the league helped. It did. We can always thank Team them. effort. I think we covered everything. I think episode. we did. It was funny. I laughed out loud a lot, like always. I always say that every time we wrap up a league episode. But yeah. I really did laugh out loud. Cracked up. So funny. So I love them all. It's weird watching alone though and laughing. I always watch alone and laugh. I, I mean, no, I'm very popular and I always have people at my house. <laughs> it's not just me and my cat. Oh, no, it is. It Marissa, is. your chuckling is not, it's like at me, not with me, okay? I'm letting it go this time. I'm with everybody. I think we should do some about? news and gossip. Let's do it. I think that sounds like a good idea. I think so. <laughs> we have a couple things. Just a few. Just snippets. Snippets. So, it's all about Nick Kroll. In our news and gossip. I was, Yay! I was going to allude to that earlier when we were talking about your crush, but here we are. So, he, Rose Byrne, and Bobby Cannavale, who I love. I can't compete with Rose Byrne. I don't think you have to, because she gets around. She's in another thing that's later in this same storyline. Did you Rose Byrne a slut? Well, first of all, if anyone saw Get Him to the Greek, she was a slut in that. She was, okay. She, she said it, not me. But she's so beautiful. I can't no, even yeah. handle it. She's yeah. so beautiful. She's great. Um, so, they're, they've all been cast in Brothers Keeper. Yeah. It's a comedy. It's a comedy drama uh, directed by the Lost in Translation producer, Ross Katz. And it's based off of a story that was devised with Nick Kroll and Jeff Cox and Liz Flahive. I don't know how to say that. I don't know either. Anyway, so that is coming out in the near future. That's going to be good. It's going to be good. It's about Nick Kroll moving in with um, his pregnant sister, Rose Byrne, and brother-in-law, Bobby Cannavale. Uh Uh-huh. And he finds himself serving as the nanny for the three-year-old son, which is going to be... Good idea. It's going to be so cute. So funny. Anyway, so that's that. And uh, Rose Byrne will actually also be in the movie Neighbors with Seth Rogen and Zac Efron. Okay, yeah. I think I've heard about that. And there yeah. we go with Seth Rogen. Yeah, so everybody's intertwined. We all work together. Call us. We work with you. Hey, Hello. guys. It's all Hi. one big circle. Hello. I mean, yeah. we do give our phone number out every episode. Jeez. Jeez. Anyway... Nick Kroll will also be hosting the 2013 Gotham Independent Film Awards. Cool. Going to New York. Yep. So we'll definitely check that out. Okay. Because who can't get enough of him? Not us. I know. And also, oh, big news. That was tweeted by the League's Twitter handle. Um, starting next week, the League airs 30 minutes earlier at 10 p.m. instead of 10.30 p.m. So make sure you watch it all. Yeah, don't miss it. What's the League's Twitter handle? It's the League FXX. Yeah. So um, th- that is happening. It's at 10, not 10.30. And DirecTV, if you have DirecTV and that's how you watch, um, they're moving FXX to channel 259. Oh, I don't have DirecTV, so. And the league actually does some really great tweeting and social media. So if you follow them, they say things like, DirecTV is moving FXX to channel 259. We feel so classy. Here's a video about Ruxin's balls. <laughs> so love how they take a classy situation, which I don't know why it's classy, but then they make it. The rocks and balls situation. Yeah. I mean, why not? Yeah, and they say to don't uh, don't forget to put out the three penis wine a little early because you're going to start watching a little bit. That's earlier. right, and you can't do it without three penis wine. No, they have such great callbacks. I know. And lastly, other uh, oh my god, Aaron Heatherton, 
She is a Victoria's Secret model. <laughs> he said, oh my God. I'm mad at myself. Um, she is yes. going to be on the episode next It's going to be Andre's. Oh, sorry. I'll wait for predictions. <gasps> predictions time. All right. And now, you're after Buzz TV. I have been predicting all season that Andre's going to have a hot girlfriend, Aaron Heatherton. Done and done. Hot girlfriend. Hot girlfriend. Well, so it says that she's going to be demanding that everyone sack up, starting with Ellie and Kevin. So I'm going to say I predict oh. she's the nanny, maybe, or oh. or some version of that. But that doesn't mean that Andre still can't end up with her. No, and that's what I think is going to be even more interesting, yeah. because she may end up as Andre's girlfriend. That's right. That's where we're going. I love it. All but. right. Well, I think that is it for tonight's episode, Yay. guys. All right. Thanks for joining us. Where Thank can you. they find you? I am Lauren Leonelli. You can find me at Lauren Leonelli on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, Vine, and my website. And I am Jennifer Golden. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Jen the Jew and my website, JenniferGolden.com, and on Facebook as Jennifer Golden. All right. Don't forget, 10 o'clock next week yes. on FFXX. See you guys then. See you then. Bye. Hello. <laughs> you can hold your breath for a long time. Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff. We would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.